Hey listener, and welcome back to another episode of We Read It One Night. This is such a special episode because we are finally, and I mean finally, it's been almost a year, wrapping up our discussion of The Twilight Saga with Breaking Dawn by Stephanie Meyer, part one. In today's episode, we discuss the flammability of various species, we issue calls to arrest many of the characters in this book, we once again demand justice for Leah Clearwater, and we leave you on a pretty gross cliffhanger. I also want to remind you that as we kick off our second year here at We Read It One Night, that we want to welcome even more folks into the Romance Comrade family. So, you know, make sure you leave us a rating and review to help others find us. And come back next week for part two. Enjoy the show. So, everyone, we're in the same house again. Woo! <laughs> for the week. <laughs> Yay! I already have cat scratches all over my hand, which is great. As you should. They're love scratches, <laughs> obviously. We got Taylor Swift tickets. Um, sorry. I really hope everyone listening did. Maybe we shouldn't even say that. I don't want to like, I don't know. You want to rub it in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, terrible. Well, well, listen, we got Taylor Swift tickets, um, but allow us to to use this platform. You know, you are our comrades. This is a romance revolution. So let us use this platform um, to advocate, to encourage you if you live in the United States, to call your congressman to strengthen legislation against monopolies because that's what fucked everyone over in the Taylor Swift ticket buying debacle. Yeah. And so. it all started in the 1980s. <laughs> no, but actually, <laughs> the Chicago it's so School silly. of Economics. Right. It's like, it's so stupid. And I said this a few days ago, and I feel very vindicated by, I mean, I knew this was happening, but like, obviously, the general public didn't. But everyone was like, oh, like, why? It's Taylor's fault. Like, she should have known this was going to happen. Like, why did she turn on dy- dynamic pricing? Like, blah, 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 blah. What happened? It's Ticketmaster is basically a monopoly. They, 80% of major music venues have exclusive contracts with them. And what that means is if you don't use Ticketmaster, you can't play at those major music venues. So if you're someone like Taylor Swift or really any big artist, there's only so many stadiums that are big enough for your concerts. You ha- basically have to use Ticketmaster. And because they're basically a monopoly, obviously it's going to be more expensive. That's what happens when you have a monopoly. But also the quality of their product goes down. Like they have no incentive to make their website good. They have no incentive to have good customer service. They have no incentive to stop the scalpers. Like, and that's how you get those like $20,000, $95,000 tickets on resale. That's not, that wasn't dynamic pricing by Taylor Swift. That was scalpers and bots buying up all the tickets instantaneously and then jacking the price up outside of taking that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, down with Ticketmaster first, then let's go after Amazon. Let's go after There's Walmart. There's just so many. There's a lot. Let's go after like the three media companies that right. own all every media company in the right. world. <laughs> if you really want someone to blame, you need to dig up some old men at the Chicago School of Economics in the 1980s because they're the ones that started this idea. There was all these things that used to be illegal in antitrust law. But basically, this like really fancy, really allegedly good economic school started saying things like, oh, well, these things we they're not actually good for competition. Like they're actually good for if you really think about it, they're good. They they're more efficient. They are actually good for competition. So it became a, like a lot harder to bring any antitrust claims or stop any of this. So that's how you get things like Ticketmaster. There was a huge merger in 2010 that basically made it 
It was bad before that, but like that gave it even more of a market share with Live Nation. That's why the DOJ, for those of you who keep up with book publishing news, the DOJ mm-hmm. just blocked Penguin Random House from exactly. buying Simon and Schuster because it would have given them essentially a monopoly. Right. I mean, it would have given them like seventy five percent of the market or something mm-hmm. insane. And Ticketmaster so. wasn't blocked. It's like if it's like if that had been allowed to go through. Anyway, call your congressman. Revolutions can happen romantically and um, against large corporations. Okay, so speaking of violence, though, we are about to do this like horror show gore fest that is Breaking Dawn by Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> and I saw something recently that's just been stuck in my head. And I like I see this before and I thought this before, but like it really just like on this reading, like especially the second half of this book, like they really this really is just like a weird pregnancy fanfic that somehow became the fourth book of the series. Like, I can't explain. Like, it's just so insane. <laughs> it's Omegaverse. <laughs> yeah, like, you're get in or get off. And I'm like, ma'am, I'm here now. I want to like, get I off. Don't know how- yeah. <laughs> Mom, I want to get off. It's like, <laughs> it's like when our brother went on his first, I don't know, his first big roller coaster, but there is this big roller coaster at our local Six Flags where, like, you're on like sort of a platform at first and it goes like around a curb and then there's like it's just like a really steep drop like right down but like when you're at the top it's like quiet it's like really before the ride has started and he's there sitting with our mom and like it's dead quiet like everyone no one's speaking in the car and you just hear Stefan go um mom I think I want to get off the ride now (laughs) (laughs) mom's just like sir I'm sorry like we're we're strapped in now baby (laughs) this is not an option (laughs) Oh no! Yes, Breaking Dawn is a a wild, a really wild ride. <laughs> anyway, so. that's um okay. Wait, so I have a, before we jump in. So, listener, I'm assuming that you've listened to all of our other Twilight episodes. I know there's a lot of them, but like, I don't. You've had a year, like, so you know, <laughs> get with the program. Um, so you're caught up. You know our our. You have a twilight base for us so i would like like a hypothetical that i wrote down this note like months ago because i thought of it right after we finished recording eclipse and i was like well shit (laughs) (laughs) i have to have this answered okay can vampires get struck by lightning this is a two-part question right so can vampires get struck by lightning and if they can do they burst into flames and then die because they're extremely yeah. flammable. No, that's a great point. The second part of the question is, can they sense the lightning coming and would they be able to move out of the way fast enough? Well, that all goes back to our, like, <laughs> are they faster than the speed of light? And honestly, I'm going to be honest. I can't figure out what side of that we came out on. <laughs> like, what's I, the Okay, I've always been they're faster than the speed of light. But I think right. when we were talking about it, just the two of us, you yeah. were anti-speed of light. But then on the podcast, you ended up being pro-speed of light. No, and I know that, like, because the – okay, the the – the origin of that is that like it's too fast. They move too fast to see, but then also like they should have been. You know what I mean? They're like too slow getting to Canada, basically, <laughs> right? But like it's faster but then, but then, to drive, like right, right, right. But then we realize that like it's you can move. I don't think you have to be faster than the speed of light to move too fast for a human to see. If that makes sense, no, like, I know, Rachel, I know, like on its face, yes, but like Rachel, I can't, like no, you I know, see I know. because you see light, <laughs> right? That's how that works. But I guess, like, I can picture something moving that – yeah, I know. But, like 
Anyway, something to ponder. Like, I guess I'm picturing the kind of thing where, like, let's say, like, you're sitting across from the room from me, and I can, like, kind of see you out of the corner of my eye, and you, like, throw a ball at me, and, like, the ball hits me because it was, like, too fast for me to see and react, but, like, it's not actually faster than the speed of light. Like, I guess no, that's what I'm because, thinking. because in that situation, it's not too fast for you to see. It's too fast for you to react, and those are two different things. You can see the ball coming without your brain being able to be, like, lift up your hands, catch the ball fast enough. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, they're too fast for, like, her to process. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, okay, assuming they're faster than the speed of light, could they outrun the lightning? I don't know. I mean, they don't even have to outrun it. They just have to move like five feet to the left. But they would have to know the lightning's coming, I guess. Yeah. Like, can they sense you know? it? That's the thing. Yeah. Well, if their hair is standing up. Like, well, I feel same. like you could hear it in the air. Like it would be like an electrical. But like, you know, when you have like lights that are like the wrong voltage for their inputs and they're like buzzing yeah. and it's horrible. But like, I have not, is that a thing? I have no idea. I feel like it lightning? would be. Yeah. I feel but like I that know. would make sense. There would be some sort of sound. Maybe. I mean, it creates thunder, and they have sensitive vampire ears. Yeah, but you can have lightning without thunder. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it it creates a set. Like, lightning, we know, can create a sound. Right, but the sound would come after the light by definite. Like, right, that's the whole reason why thunder comes after lightning. Uh, maybe not for vampire ears. Literally. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think the more interesting question is, like, well, we know die? they're very – yeah, we know they're very flammable – why like wouldn't canon. they be able to get hit by lightning? Well, because they can run away. Because they're too fast. Okay, we're not talking about yeah. something about the, the material that they're made of, like it's not no, a conductor no, no, no. or something. Okay. No, I think if they got hit by the lightning, right, they would right, burst right. into flames. Well, I mean, lightning strikes are like – they're so, so, so hot. Like I can't remember like what the comparison is, but like it's so hot. Like you can't even – and they are extremely flammable. So but, like – Right. But a human can survive. Like you – it is possible to survive a lightning strike. No, I know, but I'm not sure how or why. Like, okay, right? and like follow up, like would va- can vampires like stop, drop, and roll? You know, oh, like if they got hit by lightning, right. could they like roll around? To the ground? Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> or are they wait, too wait. flammable? Wait, and now I have even more questions because I know that like lightning can cause, you know, lightning causes far- fires, like it's the main cause of far- forest fires, yeah. right? And they can cause fires. But when a person gets hit by lightning, I don't think they catch on fire. Even even if they die, it just like fries your insides or something, right? You're not literally on yes. fire, are you? Yes. Yeah, but humans are not that flammable. Are we not? How flammable are humans? I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> there must be some flammability meter. You're right. We're not. It's supposed to be high water content, which the vampires wouldn't have. The vampires are all venom, which is highly flammable. Yeah, that's canon. That's Stephanie approved. Yeah. No, I me. Mean, I think why not? Then the question is like, why doesn't it happen all the time? Right, like, why isn't that like? Because I feel like eventually, then they must be able to outrun it or something. They must be able to move out of the way in time. Yeah, they can see extra colors, so like, why wouldn't they be able to hear lightning? <laughs> True, but like, I feel like there's a lot of superpowers they could have that like aren't. All right, okay. Put it to a something poll. to ponder, listener. Yeah, <laughs> write in. Let us know what do you, what, what do you think the vampire chemistry? Where do is? you come down on the <laughs> on the vampire lightning <laughs> scale? <laughs> okay. So the beginning of the actual book, unfortunately, no one gets hit by lightning in this. However, I just realized it would be possible because there is a vampire that has weather powers. So he could mm. theoretically strike someone with lightning. Right. They could do Wait. a controlled experiment. Yeah. 
Except his powers seem a lot lamer than like we're originally led to believe. No, it's because they don't have they don't have he never has an opportunity to use them because okay, anyway, we're we're skipping ahead to like part three. <laughs> Let's start the book. Naturally, we have a prologue. Naturally, it's Bella rhapsodizing about dying once again for someone that she loves. This time, listeners, spoiler alert, it's a baby. It's a it's a weird, weird, creepy baby. And then she's driving her little car because Edward's broken her truck. She's driving a sports <laughs> car. The only thing I have to say about that is like, um, it's not a sports car, ma'am. That is not a sports it's car. Like it's an armored tank. I know, but it like also drives like a sports car because she's like, I tap the pedal and it like jumps forward. Well, sure, anyway, my question for car. you: It's a special car. It's a special special it's car. Sedan, this isn't though. no it's Honda like Civic, a- okay? But Bella, at the beginning of this book, is putting gas into it. Do you think Bella's putting regular gas into her super fancy car? Oh, almost certainly. And I hope that for her. Like, I really, I really hope that she's it, she not, did she's ruin not it. splurging for the premium. She did ruin it like immediately. <laughs> what Edward deserves. Yeah. <laughs> but she's thinking everyone's staring at her because she is a teen bride. Mm-hmm. Which so Stephanie knows that this is weird, but she's like going ahead with it anyway. Like it's totally normal. And Bella's like so embarrassed by the car. She like hasn't been to the grocery store in like weeks. She says she hasn't she's left like, the house. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Edward like ruined her truck. She's like very yeah. convenient. It like died right four days. I'm after. so mad about yeah. that. And Jacob's yeah. too busy being a little baby back bitch. Well, to no, then she's she's like yeah. Car. I'm passing all the missing child posters for Jacob. That <laughs> Charlie put up, and then Charlie's pissed because like he's he was trying to get Billy to like help find his son, and Billy's like Jacob's grown now; he can make his own decisions. He's sixteen, sixteen, and then Bella has the nerve to be like, "We know me and Billy know that no one had seen this quote boy," and I'm like, "Bam, he's literally a missing child." Like he, I guess, because he could be like, you better be saying that because he's a wolf, not because you think he's like not yes, a, a child. No, no, no. Right? It's definitely okay, because okay, he's okay. a wolf. Yeah, yeah okay, no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> That's not some weird like Jacob's a man thing. Okay. okay. Um, but she does. She's thinking about calling Edward husband. How they're going to get married? She's mm-hmm. going to call my husband. And naturally, obviously, like normal people terms are two are not enough for Bella and Edward. So she is like. Edward calling Edward a husband is like casting an archangel as an accountant. And I had a vision of a superb office comedy, like workplace comedy, where the accounting department is all archangels and everybody else is normal. But like biblically accurate angels? Yeah. Like if you don't know that reader or listener, like Google just Google biblically accurate angel. It is not there's a reason in the, there's a reason in <laughs> religious texts why anytime a, a angel appears, their first words are "Be not afraid." Okay, like, there's a reason for that, and if you look up biblically accurate angels, you'll know why. Oh my god. Yeah, so anyway, if anyone would like to write an office, like a comedy in which the accounting department is made up of art (laughs) I would love to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, yeah, everyone's going to assume I'm pregnant. Like, and it's not like Charlie, like when we asked Charlie, like, it's not like he could say no. Like, what's he going to say? Like, I prefer you to live in sin first. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what he could say. Like, that would actually be smart. You should live together first. Yes, like- that's important, actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> you should know whether you want to live with this person before you marry them. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's very important. But so, like, Charlie was, like, really pissed. But then he's like, wait, I know who's going to be even more pissed than me, Renee. I can count on her for this, even though I literally haven't been able to count on her for anything in, in my entire life. And then, of course, Renee is like, Oh, why did you wait so long to tell me? Like, 
you've never even been a teenager, sweetie. You're my little middle-aged child. Uh, my little parentified baby. <laughs> yeah. And then Charlie's mad at Renee because she didn't yeah. like put the brakes. So anyway, everybody is failing Bella. Um, she's so upset about the wedding that she literally disassociates during her last wedding dress fitting yeah. with Alice. Like, no, every time. Ma'am. Like, yeah, Aunt, no. ma'am. <laughs> yeah. Like, I go to my happy place. Her happy place is with Edward, but Edward has to go have a bachelor party. But don't worry, he's still pure TM. They're just going to kill some endangered species. Right. Although, okay. Um, can I confess? What? I made a note about this later, but I just, I remembered it now. Like I ha- I have an apology to make to Stephanie and to our listeners for giving them misleading information. So while um, mountain lions are endangered in Southern California, they are not endangered in Washington. Wow, at all? That's like they're crazy. not even threatened. Like they have really? a healthy population. Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, that's crazy. Because wow. I wanted to know whether we've been like talking out of our asses this whole time. And guess what? We have. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I still think it's <laughs> fucked up for the Cullens to be killing them, but. <laughs> so like what do we as humans consider a quote healthy population of mountain lions? I think right? there's like 2,000 of them or something thereabouts of like adults. It's crazy though. That's not really that many, but like also enough for I mean me. yeah and if, if Edward's Edward's eating one like every two weeks exactly like, like that's 26 mountain lions oh a year <laughs> how long is the mountain lion gestational period like can they even like keep produce enough mountain lions to replace what he's doing <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the answer is no the Cullens are environmental terrorists no oh but before Edward goes he's like oh I wish you could have been pregnant Bella like I wish <laughs> I wish Charlie was right that you could have been pregnant. And Bella's like, what the fuck? And anyway, I was like, I that's called foreshadowing. <laughs> I do not want a child. And he's like, he's like, but look at my mother. Look at my sister. Like, they're so sad. And I'm like, or look at yourself, Edward. Like, why aren't you the comparison? Like, you're not like sitting here being like, I wish I had a kid. Neither is Alice. Neither <laughs> you really is Alice. Do, like, the right. gals. Like, like why else would give a fuck? Right. Ugh. Yeah, and then we just get a little recap of the story so far, like as Bella's falling asleep, mm-hmm. which like I appreciated, Stephanie. Um, and we also get new information about the um, vampire babies that people created like a thousand years ago. And vampire babies, in case um, it wasn't obvious, um, they are a bad idea because babies have no – like you think Edward doesn't have a developed – prefrontal cortex the babies are like a whole other level yeah so vampire babies are illegal and if you make a vampire baby like you and all your friends are gonna die just yep. remember that yep and bold of stephanie to wait until this book to introduce that like I just, yeah this was another situation in which i was like we really didn't hear of this before yeah we didn't know and then i was like she literally only introduced that like right. in order to make the entire plot of this book possible right <laughs> That's oh, it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was also like bold. Bella's like, oh, this almost makes me throw up just thinking about this. And I was like, right. But Bella, in a very real way, you also are about to become an immortal child. <laughs> 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 you think about it. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, oh, man. It's time for the wedding. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, it's time for the wedding. And I just would like to note that like I as I've said many times, I would like throw myself out of a window if Alice were my sister. Like that would be my worst nightmare. But I would let her plan my wedding. 
I yeah, would like if absolutely she wants to decorate, let out. If can, Alice yeah. wants to plan my wedding, absolutely. This whole – all these decorations in the book, in the movie, fabulous. Mm-hmm. fabulous. They reuse the, the twinkle lights from their graduation. Like, wait, not Trying to not. be fake environmentally <laughs> conscious. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. There's some good twinkle lights. Anyway, Edward shoots the garter into Mike Newton's face. Great. I hate – yeah the garter tradition yeah just generally the garter tradition is weird but it also doesn't make any sense because listener no. like we don't really wear garters anymore but the purpose of garters is to hold up your stocking well, okay yeah. and it's clipped to your stocking like it's attached yeah so like you're gonna you have to take off the whole sock it's not just the garter like why are you taking off the garter now you're walking around with a sock with a stocking around your ankle the whole yes. night because someone took your garter Yes. Well, this doesn't make sense. The start of like getting undressed. Like that's what it comes from. Yeah, but now you just have to walk around uncomfortably all night with like your sock around your ankle. <laughs> well, unclear like when they did it. They don't do it like right away. It's like at the end, I think. Yeah, it's not like right before the exit though. It's definitely like a middle of the reception thing. But um, Bella um, walks down the aisle in the movie to Turning Page, the instrumental version. And I would like to say that like, there is a very strong part of me that if I ever like have a wedding, I may walk down the aisle to the song, <laughs> not because of its connection to Twilight, but because it's quite frankly, like the best wedding song that I've ever heard in my life. Like mm-hmm. Pachelbel's Canon Who, Turning Page, instrumental. I approve of that song. I approve that song. Edward and Bella kiss at the altar for like an absurdly long time. And not just like an absurdly long time. Like Bella's like every moment with Edward is like forever. Mm-hmm. It's like people start to cough in the audience. They're like, excuse <laughs> me, what are you doing? Which like just, bold. Bold just, of anyone. so gross. But also <laughs> like it is their wedding. Like bold of anyone to like do that at a wedding i don't know well but think about how long like you're at a wedding okay you're expecting the Mm -hmm. couple to like be really in love really affectionate like they're kissing they're doing their first kiss as husband and wife so you have a pretty high tolerance level so imagine how long like it's it's probably like five minutes before someone is finally like hello (laughs) but still like just chill out they're done when they're done I would just get up Listen. and leave. <laughs> I don't want to watch this. Listen. Oh, it's so weird. Okay. <laughs> Do you think that Edward demanded that they get married while she was still human um, so that he could um, always look better than her in the wedding pictures? Quite possibly. Yeah. I don't think he'd ever admit it, but I could see Edward doing that. Is Bella eventually like better looking than Edward as a vampire? Do we ever get like a, an outsider's perspective on that? She looks like a supermodel. That's how that I'm guy sure. Max describes her as. Sure, but like so does Edward. Yeah, so then they're like greeting other guests, blah, blah, blah. And uh, then she like Billy's there, like Billy and Seth Clearwater and like Sue Clearwater are there as like the LaPush designation. And Billy's like happy and he's like, oh, congratulations, Bella. And Bella's like, wow, it's so nice of him to put aside like this lifelong grudge against vampires and like just be able to be happy for me at my wedding. And it's and I just am sitting there like it's not because he's happy for you, Bella. It's because Jacob has arrived. To cause chaos, to just fuck everything up. It's a surprise wedding gift, Allison. It's a surprise wedding gift. <laughs> Jacob shows up. She's like, wow, he's even taller than I expected. So he's still growing. He is just keep in mind, he is a child. This whole, like, mm. 
how tall is he now? Like seven and a half feet? Yeah, I guess. Like, like I don't is, know. He's going to start going into the Guinness Book of World Records. Like, he's going to start having bone density problems. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, a good point. You're like heart. Yeah. No, but he's a yeah. werewolf. Don't no worry. He's a werewolf. He's- <laughs> he has 23 chromosomes. He has special. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. 22, yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, he compensates for that. Yeah, special bones. And they have like a nice little like, you know, stupid talk or whatever and then a little dancey dance yeah and then jacob is like well why even bother like bella's like oh we're leaving on our honeymoon after this and jacob's like well why even bother like it's not like you can have a real honeymoon and bella's like of course i can have a real honeymoon i can have anything i want and jacob like freaks out and starts shaking her because he thinks he's like he's like are you crazy like jacob is so pissed that bella's gonna get dick down that he almost kills her. Right. And I just want to back up for a second. Like, I feel like real honeymoon can mean a lot of things. Like, I don't know. Like, it just Maybe means it's a just vacation. a nice vacation. Just the two right. of you. And at this point, I was like, it's impressive that half the plot of this book is, like, sex. And but I'm pretty sure that she manages to get through almost the whole thing without saying the word sex. That was true at this point. It was true for a while longer. She does say sex at least twice, like, midway through the book. But up until then, like, we managed to somehow – like have literally have the whole plot of this book revolve the whole first half of this revolve around that and not ever say it and she almost did it she almost did it Steph she didn't stick the landing no all right so um Bella gets starts obviously feeling guilty that Jacob tried to cock block her and Jacob you know gets pulled away because he's a maniac and then you know they jet set off on their honeymoon and my question is why don't the Cullens have a private jet why do that why are they flying commercial to their honeymoon right especially when you consider the security issues but like why don't like the the collins have already proven like they don't give a shit about the environment so like why that's don't they have point. a private jet that's a great point i don't understand right like what's the point like is it maybe they did have a private jet and then like rosalie and emmett were like we're gonna join the mile high club and then they crashed the plane but that why why not second private jet because they can't trust Rosalie and Emmett not to crash that plane. <laughs> and they've already accidentally killed one pilot. Like, they don't want to kill him. Oh, fuck. You don't think they were their own pilots? No. <laughs> wow. That's bold. That is bold. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they had to move to Forks. Because they, you know, murdered oh my too God. many people. <laughs> Stop. Um... So it's <laughs> time to go. Charlie is like hiding and crying. And I actually, you know, I read that note that I wrote to her. It said, Charlie hiding and crying. And I was like, what, I, what was I talking? But, but no, it's just because he's he's embarrassed to show emotion at his 17-year-old daughter's wedding. 18-year-old, just, sorry. I'm what? imagining like Charlie hiding behind a bush being like, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like anyone who tries to like <laughs> offer him a tissue. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, and then, oh. and then they throw rice at them, and she's like, "Someone, probably Emmett, threw with uncanny precision at Edward's back." <laughs> Excellent. So then they get on the plane. Their stopover is in Houston, which I would just like to—I never noticed that before, but wow! And now maybe I ran into them in the airport. <laughs> and then <laughs> Bella doesn't know this whole thing is a surprise. Bella doesn't know where they're going, which is bold. Like Bella hasn't been anywhere, and she just doesn't get a say at all in where their honeymoon is. But I mean, fair enough, I guess. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. So they go <laughs> – her honeymoon is in Brazil, which, if you don't remember, is where Edward hid out in an attic with the rats oh my God. for yeah. seven months. Yeah. Why does he take her on a honeymoon to the place where he was, like, depressed 
depressed boy versus like what <laughs> what why oh maybe he went there because the island like i don't know because the, he's like fam- they're like familiar with it you know what i mean they're familiar with all over the world yeah i don't know yeah like, like why was he in the rat why was he why did he have to squat in someone else's house and he, like had his own house? like i mean just in general but like <laughs> i i have no answers on that one why does he do this he's so weird did stephanie just forget that that's where he was i guess because he's theoretically gonna live forever and the world is finite so maybe he's just like he's like i can't have whole countries where i'm not comfortable he's trying to i'm trying to like overwrite the memories yeah all right okay all right, I can yeah. accept that. So yeah, but then, you know, they're not there yet. They're not going to be in Rio. They're going to a third destination. They get in a little speedboat and Bella's like, ha 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 ha. What if we're going to Atlantis? Oh, I'm so silly. Like if vampires are real, maybe Atlantis is real. And I'm sitting here like, hang on. No, seriously. Vampires don't have to breathe. They can see underwater. They can Wait. move underwater totally fine. Why yeah. isn't there some sort of vampire resort that's like a, a Atlantis replica? Seriously. Because like, they don't and you get to like warp as an Atlantean. Yeah, because the vampires don't do anything fun. Like they don't they could have like, I just, you're right. They could have like they should there really should be like a whole world of like vampire, like I don't know why casinos feels right, but just like clut night. Just clubs. resorts. Like just like, general they places. Vampire, they ate they drink weird fish blood and like they yeah. get a little high off pufferfish or something. Like I guess cause she really made it like they don't even like or want or need to socialize. Like they're not social. But like it would have been so much more fun if they were. Why aren't the vampires social? Uh, you know why I think it is? So I think the vampires are really supposed to be kind of like cats. Mm-hmm. But they're they're part of a, a an incorrect perception of cats. Because everyone's like, cats are solitary creatures. Cats aren't social. And that's just not true. Cats are solitary hunters. But cats in the wild live in colonies and packs. like And prides. Like cats in the wild, feral cats, from feral cats to lions. Like... They're living with other cats the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. The vampires should be hanging out together. That's true. And like grooming each other and like, you know. I guess I would think that the cat thing is definitely true, except that I know like her original, like because just because the wolves, right? So it makes sense to make the vampires cats and then the, the wolves are like dogs, <laughs> cats and dogs, right? But like her original plan wasn't to have the wolves at all, right? Like she wasn't, it was going to be two books or like one book originally, you know, like. No, I think Jacob, the wolves were still there. Jacob just wasn't a big character. I think the wolves were just like oh okay, she's, she's like side characters. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And then she's okay. So they're on the boat, and Bella's like, "Oh, Edward never mentioned his skill in boating before." And I'm like, "All right, so Stephanie Meyer has never driven or possibly been on a boat confirmed because like it's not hard to drive a boat. It's like, not. I I've driven a boat, right? <laughs> Taylor Swift possibly. Stephanie absolutely never been on a boat. <laughs> like a child can do it. Like it's not like a car. Like a I child would think. Are we have right. seen children? We have do done it. it, yeah. And I get why you would think it's hard if you like, you know, because just driving is driving, right? But like, I don't know. And planes are like harder than cars because <laughs> on a boat you don't have to stay in lanes. Like yeah. you're just in the water. <laughs> anyway, they yeah. are off to Isle Esme, yeah. which is called that because it was a gift from Carlisle to Esme. And Bella's like, I didn't realize, I hadn't realized Edward's quote extreme generosity was a learned behavior. And I was like, yeah, right. Except. But they are billionaires, so is it – just a question. Is it actually possible for a billionaire to have, quote, extreme generosity? No. Because, like, no. anything they do is, like, a small, small, small fraction of their wealth. 
And I'm just, I'm just thinking of, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of when we were in Nicaragua and we were kayaking around like in the ocean right, next to right. the city and totally. there were all of those islands for sale for yeah. like $15,000. Right. Like how expensive was Isle Esme really? Right. Exactly. Yeah. We could absolutely buy it. I'm still thinking about that. We should buy it. Yeah. <laughs> should buy an island in Nicaragua. <laughs> yeah. On Lake Nicaragua. Invest in the local community. Or just like hide out for when the uh the the revolution comes (laughs) (laughs) okay and so here we have the perils of purity culture putting yeah putting everything on this one i just bella's like bella gets stage right like it's just it's it's all just so unnecessary but let me let me just like set the like the scene in terms of like even just like the environment that they're in she -hmm. describes isle esme as the air was warm and moist and fragrant, fragrant, like the steam left behind after a hot shower. And frankly, that sounds miserable to exist in for more than like a minute. And I don't know how Bella, Miss like Bella, I grew up in like in completely arid desert does not feel the same way. Like how is Bella not absolutely miserable in any type of humidity? Mm-hmm. You know, like even in Washington, like that's that's like nothing because mm-hmm. you don't get yeah. the humidity year round. Yeah. Well, I think well, I think. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. It's, but like it's not really, that level, not that heat and humidity. No, it's really insane. But also I get it because like also I, I feel like at least for me, like unless you have to live in it all the time, it can be fine. Especially because she comes from such a miserable place, like anything that's different. I mean, you know. I just like she grew up in yield land of no water. Like I don't understand how a year and a half in forks could have like cured her of that. <laughs> like it's like how people it's like how people who don't experience winter are like, oh, but winter like a few weeks of anything is fine. Right. It's like how I used to think that like the hotter the better. Like I like any hot climate until I realized that like it actually can be very miserable. <laughs> <laughs> but even now in my head, like I've sort of forgotten how bad winter can be when you have it for like six months on end. Like and it's horrible. You actually can't go outside. You can't see the sun because I'm like, oh, it's not so bad. Like, you know what I mean? I learned how to layer. But like, I know if I had to go back to doing it full time. You I have a vitamin cool. D storage. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that like you deplete your your like reservoir. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know so that's the scene that they're in we're already we're already disgusting okay, disgusting sure, whatever but like so bella's nervous and like the way that this is all just so unnecessary because like literally in past books like they are about to like she's like let's fuck right now like all they have to do is like start making out a little bit like i don't get it yeah like they're just so awkward and then like i can so feel it yeah no like i'm just i've just like frankly never read a better representation of what it's like to have sex for the first time in purity culture like Uh. because like yeah when you're like making out with someone it's like easy to be like okay we'll go like maybe you'll be a little bit nervous but like when you have to be like okay we're gonna have sex now i'm gonna walk out right to the point like it's i I feel like i used to lie awake like worrying about this as a child like (laughs) that's when i thought that that was like the deal and but and bella like wasses she's like how did people do this with less than the absolute commitment i had from edward and i was like uh because other people don't make it this weird like stage right ceremony bella like yeah and you were like absolutely ready to let me just remind you that you were totally down to do this without what which what is the absolute commitment marriage or like immortality i don't understand yeah, i don't understand like the way that like before you were 100% ready i was like because people wait until they're actually aroused bella like that's <laughs> Like, it's like the little, like, don't have sex before marriage kids be like, thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. 
Ugh. Horrible. Horrible. So then they fuck in the ocean. Um, and all I can think of is the yeast infections that this girl is getting by fucking in the ocean. I'm not sure just, that's how that works. The <laughs> Maybe. salt water. The salt water, salt water. The sand. Why would salt water give you a yeast infection? Because it's not just salt water. It's like all the little the ocean stuff. But why would you get more from than just being in the water? Because you're opening your vagina hole by having what? sex. I I think this is I think this is misinformation. <laughs> no, it's like a thing. Like having sex on the beach like sounds romantic until you're doing it. On they're in the water though. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, mm -hmm. put your risk of a UTI, yeast infection, and more. Yep. And more. You. What's the you know? More? You want to know why I know this, Rachel? <laughs> you want to know, know why? Because of that time in Montenegro, I like looked it up the next day. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, they start fucking, but we get fade to black. Why, Stephanie? They're married. You're supposed to, like, the whole purity culture thing is you're supposed to enjoy sex when it's in the context of marriage. Like, that's it. You're supposed to enjoy it with your spouse. He pulled us gently into deeper water. <laughs> How does that even work? Is that, is that worth, like, treading water and, like, thrusting at the same time? How is this working? What are the mechanics of this? I don't know. What did you do on the beach in Montenegro? We're not going to talk about this. You can cut our... it. We're <laughs> not going to talk about this right now. Anyway, <laughs> it's fade to black. And then they wake up the next morning. And Bella, Edward has bitten about a million pillows. Oh and God. frankly, the mental image of Edward getting like so turned on that he bites a bunch of pillows is hysterical. It's just, I, I truly I wish, want I hope to God, like. that there is a deleted scene somewhere in which Robert Pattinson is just like ripping pillows apart, oh like in God. slow motion. Stop. And Bella's like so, Bella senses that Edward's like not as happy as she is. And she's like, oh, my first thought is like, what did I do wrong? I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, Renee. Uh, oh, and so Edward's like furious. She's like covered in bruises. Yeah. Edward's like, oh my god, how bad are you hurt? She's like, I'm totally fine. And she is covered in bruises and she's like, I mean, I'm stiff, but like, I'm fine. And this is the point that I realized that Fifty Shades of Grey, the sex in Fifty Shades of Grey is actually far more canon accurate than you would think. Because this just proves like Bella's into rough play. She's like, I don't remember like him holding me too tightly. I just remember wanting him to hold me tighter oh. and being glad when he did. Bella likes to be roughhoused. Yeah. But wait, this is what I was going to say before. So I know that like, yeah, so Edward like allegedly has never even like jerked off. Like he doesn't know anything about like he's never had sex, right? Obviously he's pure Bella has it. Right. And I know Bella like, certainly hasn't jerked is, off. <laughs> he is also let's 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 remember that he is a block of icy rock, right? And so <laughs> right, like inherently that doesn't really sound great. That, that, that is there. why they went to Isle Esme, I just remembered. He's he very purposely picked a very hot place right. because he's so cold. Okay, okay. So that's good. So that makes sense. But at the same time, so like it doesn't seem very plausible that he would actually be good at sex, right? Except, let me remind you, that like he would never have watched porn, right? Which is how I feel like a lot of men get the wrong I like do sex wrong and do the poking right 
Uh, but also at the same time, he would have like seen a lot of people's thoughts, so he could have gotten that idea from oh. that. But he also could have. But like, you done don't his think research. Edward like runs away? No. Anytime someone's having impure thoughts. Well, but at the same time, he could have like he wouldn't just have heard like men's thoughts. He would be able to like hear women, knowing that that doesn't feel like anything. Like I don't know. Like I this. I don't the, know. He hears everyone's thoughts. Is all I'm saying. And like at some point. He could have done his research, and you know that he would. He would have been doing it just to protect her. Like, he is. He is a prude, but, like, he would have done as much research to protect Bella. He would have intended it just to be, like, safety, but, like, he could have inadvertently soaked up knowledge on, like, how to make it good, you know? The thing is, like, he could not. I feel like – I just feel like if we ask Stephanie, not that this is probably even an option in her head, but there's no way Edward went down on her because somehow she would be like, well, obviously her venom, his venom would like mix. Even though, back up, the only fluid they have is venom. So like his semen is also venom. So if his semen is okay, like, okay, right? Somehow she would be like, well, mixing with the juices would turn her into a vampire, like intravaginally if he did that. So obviously he can't. (laughs) (sighs) Edward would go into a feeding frenzy if he ate her out. That's it. Oh my God. Wait, why? Because he's eating. So he's eating her <laughs> out. <laughs> and then that tr- triggers She's his She's a like, hunter. She's a hunter. Yeah. <laughs> like. Stop. Oh my God. And the cleaning lady comes. And she's the cleaning, the cleaning lady who is like local to the area. And she's freaked the fuck out. She's like you brought her she's like you are a vampire you brought this girl here to eat her and edward's like oh like how could she possibly know like oh she knows like about vampires but like whatever like how could she possibly i don't know i will never refer to this information again no i will never think about it ever again despite its high relevance to the rest and edward's also like we will never be having sex again bella like i hope you like that because it's the only time it's ever happening for you yeah and then Bella spends the next week like trying to make that change. <laughs> she also said she's also super hungry and she quote, I ate everything. I ate enough for two. And I was like, well, that's called foreshadowing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I ate enough, even though Edward made enough for two. And I'm like, by what? Obviously, it was only enough for one, Bella, because you ate all like by definition. What do you mean? What does that mean? <laughs> like, what's the but yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. But then so then Bella, um, Edward won't fuck her. Um, but then Bella wakes up from a sex dream and she starts crying when she finds out that it's not real. And then she uses emotion manipulation to astounding effect like round give it let us give a round of applause for bella for turning the tables on edward (laughs) like he's always doing the emotional manipulating and bella's turning around and you know what frankly this is the best opportunity like she gets an orgasm out of it presumably unless she's just gaslighting herself into like thinking that it's good but she doesn't actually come right right like she's very good at gaslighting herself (laughs) right who's to say (laughs) and they get to have sex like three times i'm pretty sure total like that's it and then she wakes up and edward's like left a note he's like oh i went to hunt like i'll be back um so my question for you is um a lot of brazil is made up of the amazon and just in general brazil has a lot of like endangered animals like Mm -hmm. how many incredibly rare and endangered animals do you think edward consumed during his i think all of them like yeah. all the animals. Do you yeah. think he like ate several last of the species? Because I do. Absolutely. Like individual, they're serving size lizards. Like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> slurp, slurp. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh Bella man. Gets up and like cooks some chicken, fried chicken, and then throws it up right away. 
And then she's like, oh, my God, my period's late. What? No, no, no. But I do want to say she's throwing up and then Edward arrives and she's throwing up. And I do want to give props to Edward for not being the type of man that runs away when their partner is throwing up because oh. there are men that are like all right honey like i'll leave you in the bathroom like i'll leave a cup oh, of water out but like okay. he's not there so edward <laughs> is there like holding her hair back and like oh. rubbing her back okay. see i was you're like you're setting the default differently than i am because i was like the fact that bella says she's the fact that bella like doesn't want edward to see her sick i'm like ma'am like you were married like it, 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 it was giving like my my husband can't know that I poop. Like, yeah, I was like, of course he's like, who do you think this is? Like, of course, I was. I thought it was silly that she was like, I don't want him to see me be sick. I know, but I was giving props to Edward for like not even. I know the bare minimum. Yeah, bare minimum. But I'm saying, you know, it's like it's like when Alex and people we meet on vacation like changes her pee sheets. You know, and I like I like a sick bed. You know, <laughs> like a man who's willing to get his hands covered yeah. in human bodily fluids for his lady. <laughs> I'm, you know, in whatever way, you know, yeah. whether it's sexy mm-hmm. way or sick way. And then she realizes that she's never had – she didn't get – she was supposed to get her period and she didn't. Though I'd never been late a day in my life. Yeah. What's it like to know the exact date of your last period? Because, I mean, I know I've been on birth control for like a long time and so like, you know, I haven't really had to think about that that much. But even before then, like the gynecologist would ask me and I'd be like, I have no – I have no oh, I started. <laughs> I blocked I, that out. I started keeping track of my notes app and it's not like it's not like exactly regular but like it's pretty regular like within like five days but bold of them to like schedule her their honeymoon when she's supposed to get her period right well no because she (laughs) she had her period two weeks before the wedding and so like they had two weeks you know like what is she supposed to finish or are they supposed to plan it so she finishes her period the day before the wedding like, well yes are you she's never that? been late a day in her life Allison. yeah but they have to leave a good month before her birthday so that she doesn't god forbid turn 19 before being turned into a vampire whatever yeah i don't get i don't know and then she's like oh my god like this must mean i'm pregnant like <laughs> and then like alice isn't able to see her her like future disappears yeah like, and this alice is when she finally see. says the word sex she's like the only person i've ever had sex with was a vampire for crying out loud yeah and <laughs> edward goes into shock he's like on the phone with carlisle being like is this even possible ah blah 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 and i'm like yes of you're dumb. You guys are just so Google dumb. the fool over here that you didn't even consider this that this might be possible. Like literally, Bella is immediately like, oh, "I hope he looks exactly like Edward." <laughs> like I'm already boy mom Bella. Oh my god! Like thank God the universe was I know, spared boy mom Bella. I know. Oh my god! Ugh. And then Edward hangs up and he's like, "Don't worry, we'll take care of it." And Bella's like, "Oh." Is that what Alice saw? Like Edward and Carlisle are going to kill this pale, perfect child before he could live. I'm like, all right, well, you can't kill him if he's not. If, is he alive or not? Where, where are we standing here, Stephanie? What? Yeah, Stephanie. Well, okay. So I just, first of all, I, I need to call Carlisle out for being a fake doctor because when he asks her, he's like, what was the day? What was the last day of your last menstrual cycle? And it is not, in fact, the last day it is the first day Mm -hmm. listeners are you aware that your cycle like is not like you're counting 28 days from the first day you're not counting it from the last day so carlisle proved that his medical degrees are fake as shit because this is like basic doctor knowledge that even i know fool so yeah like edward and carlisle are already like we will be 
performing an involuntary abortion on yes bella and this is where the whole like what stephanie thinks is the pro-life message of this book starts like in stephanie's head carlisle and edward are the abortionists to use that you know yes. quote unquote to use what she would probably call them and like bella and soon rosalie are going to be like the pro-life team when in reality edward and carlisle are not set like Bella is the one who's pro Bella and Rosie are the ones who are pro-choice like they're like it should be Bella's choice like Bella yeah. wants to keep the baby Bella gets to keep it. and Edward and Carlisle are just like I don't know pro-assault pro pro assault and battery like yeah like <laughs> pro pro like involuntary abortion. surgery like, like I, I don't know if anyone listening to this would have like I don't I doubt any of you really need this clarification but just in case you do like that is not that is not what pro pro-choice is not let's let's abort all the babies we're not saying let's abort the babies whether the woman wants to or not (laughs) we're saying the woman should get to decide no no one's saying that except possibly i don't know i'm sure there's some weird cult out there like edward and carlisle cullen are saying that yeah edward and carlisle cullen are the leaders like on in their spare time they have a lot of time because they don't sleep their spare time they lead like (laughs) forced abortion cult oh my god so then the cleaning lady comes back and she's like she comes back like specifically to check on bella like it's it's a pretext it's like here's some food but it's really like make sure he hasn't eaten her yet and she sees bella like with her hands on her stomach and she's like freaking out and she's like she's like can i touch it and then bella's like what does it mean and the lady's like more gay which like death, she's obviously and there's still like it's only ever it, oh, we're the only ones who hope this has ever happened yeah, to the explicit. They literally get this woman comes in and explicitly has legends from her right. indigenous people, her tribe, about half vampire children. And still all of the Collins are like, no, Bella must be the first. She must be the first right. ever. And then when she leaves, what? Edward is like, Edward is like, don't worry about it. It's only legends. Old lies for the sake of entertainment. And I, okay, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's just trying to like comfort her. But like, damn. Damn it, Edward. Like, who are you? Like, you guys are so funny. I can't. You're so stupid. <sighs> and then Bella steals Edward's cell phone because I guess Bella doesn't have a cell phone yet and calls Rosalie no. to help her. It's probably like his Blackberry. Do you think Edward has a Blackberry or like a sidekick? <laughs> I was picturing a flip phone because that's what it is in the movie. But like, one of those like slide ones, like not quite a BlackBerry, but like it's flip phone shape, but it slides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The the yeah. Um, the a, sidekick. No sidekick opened up. I thought. No, it like is that the flicked cho- it up. The like the, 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 the chocolate. Like- oh, the side. No, but like the the chocolate. I think is the up and down version. Of, I I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe sidekick. Yeah. Maybe those like a razor. Sick. A razor is also a possibility. A Motorola a hot, razor. A hot pink razor. A hot pink. A hot pink Motorola razor. I love that. Which is a phone that I had and then I promptly lost it. Oh. They got me a knockoff razor that was like purple, oh. which was not I'm a real sorry. razor color. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm very sorry. I had a customized ringtone to Frosty the Snowman that they paid 99 cents for. <laughs> So that they could call the phone while I was in the Christmas present box and then be like, oh, what's that? I I was like, wow, Wow. like the the artistry, the commitment to showmanship. That is really good. Wow. I don't remember that, but I wish I did. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) It was the only ringtone I had. Like I I was the only one. (laughs) Frosty was so I'm really surprised that they like figured out how to do that. Are you sure they paid for that? 
Mom did it. Yeah, it was not. It was back when you had to pay for ringtones. Well, know. when you I could set that. custom back ringtones. Back to music. Listeners, yeah. do you remember that? We have a lot of younger listeners, so I feel like a lot of you may not remember the time when, like, you could set custom ringtones. Like when we would like record like songs on the radio, and, and then like set, set that sound as the ringtone. There must the be a dark way to still, ages. There like must be a way to still do that. It's just no, that no one uses ringtones. I, like I, no iPhones don't like. I remember it was like a point of conversation that like iPhones don't let you do that. Oh, that is really rude. It is. All right, so this is end of part one, and now it's time to switch to Jacob's POV. I'm turn, furious turn, about turn. it. I'm furious. Because, yeah, we don't get which is in a way though it's nice because we don't just get like. We had a little less of Bella's horror show pregnancy this way, I think. But like, also old of her to be like Bella. But you kind of still get the worst of it because, like, when we switch back to Bella's POV, like, right? So yeah, so Jacob's here. You like the chapter titles in this, right? No, I remember thinking the chapter titles were fucking hilarious when I first read this when I was twelve. Um, I no longer think that. I no longer <laughs> think they're like super clever. But I, when I first read this, I was like, oh, my God, this is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so Jacob is hanging out with Paul, who's imprinted on Jacob's sister, Rachel, <laughs> um, yeah. which is so bold. And the fact that Rachel wasn't going to be allowed to know about the werewolves unless this happened. And then you remember like some of the kids' moms, like Quill's mom, he's had to like lie to her this whole time. Oh, Embry. Like, Embry's mom. Right. Or whatever. But like literally – I just this infuriates me, especially when put together with like later on how Charlie is going to be allowed to know. Like they really just said it's like when it's convenient for Jacob, but like really fuck you to like all the women. Like I just don't. You really expect I, me to, like are we not supposed to believe that like the OG werewolves like non imprinting wives and sisters weren't allowed to know? Because like what the fuck? Like I just the no, nerve, the it's nerve, so fucked. It's the so sheer fucked. nerve. I can't. It's so stupid. It's it's so absurd. stupid. And then Jacob sitting there like trying to like wax poetic on all the ways like how are they going to say that bella died quote unquote because like he thinks that's the plan uh, jacob and paul are having a little tiff um and the casual that the, the ex- not even casual homophobia just like the extreme homophobia in this whole conversation oh, yeah. from jacob specifically is just mm-hmm. god i thought i couldn't hate him more but then jacob you know goes on a broody walk down to the beach and like is mean to Leah and then like sees Quill and like Quill, as we learned before, imprinted on a baby for that's called foreshadowing. And now the baby is three years old and Jacob is like, oh, like it it really sucks for Quill to have to wait another 14 years. And I'm like, are you telling me they're the plan is for them to start dating while she's still a minor while this man is like in his 30s? And she's still like you're not even gonna like pretend to wait. I can't. I unbelievable. Like, Stephanie, I can't. I, the baby thing, horrible. Again, parallel universe. Like what the fuck? But if she, if for some reason, like someone was like gun to your head, Stephanie, they have to imprint on these babies. Why make it where, like, they are going to be spending time with them until they're, like, make it like, okay, you imprint on the baby. Now you fuck off and you don't talk to that baby until they're at least 25. And yeah. then you can try to, like, re-meet them. Yeah. Why the group, it's it's literally just, she's literally like, no, the only way is grooming. That's the only way. I, just, I, I don't, I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. 
I yeah. I don't make the rules. <laughs> this, this is out of my how, hands. Right. <laughs> I just know. And you she's literally like, make the rules, Stephanie. Yeah. Her <laughs> whole thing is like, oh, it's not weird because like they just want like what's best for her. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're like, it's whatever's best for her. And I'm like, well, Stephanie, what's best for her is for this adult man who they all know she's going to have a romantic and sexual relationship with later in life is not around during her developmental years. Right. And like Bella is like at one point she has a thought she's like, have any of the other people like ever been away from the object of their imprint, the object of their imprinting for more than a day? And it's like, so Renesmee literally doesn't even get a single day, like a ever single in Jacob her life. Day. No. What does Claire's mom think when it comes to Quill? Who what knows? do her parents think? Is, Are is they even allowed to, know? allowed to know? Like, uh, they're like, why is this teenage boy always volunteering to like babysit our at kids? At our house every single day. Yeah. I mean, childcare is expensive, but like, <laughs> not to the bad point. Bizarre. Oh, he doesn't even. No, you didn't even say the whole quote. It's not just that he was like, "It sucks that Quill has to wait fourteen years." It starts with, "I envied Quill." I envied Quill, though it sucks that he has to wait fourteen years. I wish that I had a poor innocent child that I could mold into my perfect woman. <laughs> Gross. God. So then it's time for the wolves to like meet up. Leah's coming. They're all shit to Leah, as always. At least Leah's yes. the fastest. Bella's back. That's, Bella's that's back. the news. Bella's back. Yeah. Um, but she's sick. <laughs> and Jacob's like, I hadn't realized how much of a difference her not being dead dead made to me. Oh, my God. <laughs> but he's still like, all right, all right, gearing up, time to go attack. And Sam yeah. is like, um, okay, so are you going to be the one to kill Bella? Or, like, are you just – are are you going to expect one of us to do it and then just, like, be a dick to that person for the rest of their lives? Like, right. what's the situation here? Jacob is like, hmm, I don't know. Right. Let's just attack the Cullens. He's like, the treaty doesn't mention anything about victim preferences. And it's like, yeah, because you don't care anything about – Like you've, you've already you, said it, but, care. like, you're admitting, yeah. Like, the sheer, utter lack of respect for Bella's free will. <laughs> Zero. And yeah, so Sam's like, we're not going to fucking do this. And Jacob's like, what, are you afraid to die? I'm not afraid to die. And Sam's like, yeah, I know. That's what makes me question your judgment. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally, and the fact that he's like dead ass ready to go kill Bella in a suicide mission, like literally why are all of Bella's love interests suicidal? Like I just her her type isn't mythical creature. It's suicidal boy. Like I don't (laughs) understand. Suicidal teenagers. No, really. It's and in the movie, (laughs) the wolves talking in the movie. It's like they guess I guess they had like the actors do like voice work and then they just like put like wolf growling in the back of all of their speaking. So they're like, Jacob, we have to go attack the Cullens. And it's but it's like wolf growling. (laughs) It's just so like and they play dramatic music and it's supposed to be this like tense dramatic music, but it's just a bunch of CGI dogs with weird voices. (laughs) The Twilight movies really like they really weren't afraid to experiment. Um, and, you know, they, they really they fucked around and they found out. They found out that most of the time the experiments were horrible, horrible, disastrous. Okay. So then Billy – Jacob runs home like before anyone can hear his thoughts. He disconnects Billy's phone and then rides into traffic and is like, uh, like I don't really want anyone to hit me. It won't kill me, but it might slow me down. I'm like, yeah. Or you could kill other people, though, right? Like, you know, it's not like he literally. Yeah, right. He, he, no, no, no cares. Oh, my God. And then he goes and knocks on the college door. Carlisle gets his door. And Jacob's like, it made me feel guilty to look into his face and think about how I was planning to kill him. 
not changing my plans, but like, you know, I feel a little I feel a little guilty and that's inconvenient for me. So you might want to rethink <laughs> for me personally, your personhood. Sucks. Right. <laughs> and then he walks in and the horror show begins. <laughs> <laughs> like, buckle in, kids, because this is the ride that's oh, not God. stopping for at least another 100 pages. Edward <laughs> looks terrible. He's being rightfully dramatic for once in his life. He's, he's like the burning man. The like, burning yeah, man. Edward, yeah, his face is the burning man. He's sagged forward until his face shoved into the cushions. <laughs> that imagery into your head. Like <laughs> No, it's because, but it's because he like he's like yeah. he has his like face in Bella's lap, and then she stands up and he just like plonks down into the couch. Like and, she moves yeah. and he's just like Pull. <laughs> And Bella's like really, really pregnant, and it looks like I, th- I forget how he describes it. He's like it's sucked. It's like all covered of, in all bruises. Of her, yeah, all of her life force has been like sucked into her stomach. Like she's lost. She's not eating. She like can't keep food down, and so it's all just like in her stomach. And Jacob's like, for a second, I was just a kid, a kid who had lived his whole life in the same tiny town, a tiny child, because I knew I would have to live a lot longer to understand the searing agony in Edward's eyes. And I'm like, no. Not just for a second, because you quite literally are a tiny child who has lived his entire life in the same tiny town. That is that is your core personality, like, descriptor at this point, right? Like, I just yeah. can't. No amount of, like, testosterone and wolf testosterone-induced growth is going to, like, prevent – is going to allow you to have, like, life, the necessary experience. life experiences to be able to, like, be an adult. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. So Jacob's like, well, why don't you just take it out, like, to Edward? And Edward, Edward's like, she won't let us. And, like, Jacob obviously is like, hold her down and knock her out with drugs. And Edward's like, I wanted to. So, like, they're – yeah – just I le- they can agree on this right like fuck edward bella jeez it's making me <sighs> furious it, yeah so it turns out that like rose they, they can't do that the only thing stopping them is that like rosalie and emmett and esme are like on bella's team i just hate it so anyway J- edward is like well why don't you convince her to like get an abortion like a very late term abortion at like at this point like i feel mm-hmm. like if they like took out the baby right now like she would definitely survive. be able to survive like yeah. for sure yeah um i don't know why they like don't do that but yeah <laughs> i don't know why they don't do a c-section right and and edward's like she convinced her to get an abortion and then like if she still wants kids like you can fuck her like you can give her kids and jacob i know i am so repulsed by jacob having a fantasy of like Bella being pregnant with his child. This boy is 16 years old. I know. I'm so- Oh, it was so gross. I know. So and I'm like, why would Bella need Jacob to have a baby? Like it could be a normal sperm donor, but no, it has to be this 16-year-old child. <laughs> like, God. And then Jacob Edward's like, all I need is one moment of weakness on Bella's part. And Jacob's like, why well, are you just gonna like turn the like take the deal away afterwards i i hate it um and listen bella immediately like she starts cackling at the idea of like jacob like getting her pregnant she's like this is hilarious and i'm like uh, listen i appreciate that it was like a negative reaction but i also think that you should have been horrified <laughs> and not right. and then bella's like why first she thinks they're talking about sperm donor she's like why would i want to have some stranger's baby and i was like wow stuff 
anti-abortion and anti-adoption. I respect it. Like in a way, I respect it. You really just said no baby. Like I, yeah, good. Good for you. No. Anti-abortion, anti-adoption, and anti-artificial, like, like, anti any couple that doesn't have a fertile man. (laughs) Like that's basically. You know what? You know what, Steph? You really said buckle down then we are better you for buckle worse. down like you're God. you're she's buckled in like bella was in twilight when she got put in that jeep with the harnesses <laughs> like that's how buckled down stephanie God. is and then what we skipped is that edward asked jacob to kill him it went, oh, yes. it went and if bella dies because jacob she- is thinking like oh like i really want to kill him and edward's like not yet you you will don't worry i will mm-hmm. give you the shot mm-hmm. just you know wait a little bit God. Yeah, so then Jacob, like, leaves in a tizzy, and obviously the pack hears him because they were all waiting for him to morph back to wolf form. He narks. Yeah, he narks. He narks. But in his head, like, he doesn't think he's narking. He's not saying it to be like, let's, let's, I'm on my way to murder Bella. But that is how (laughs) the pack takes it. They're like, they go right into a tizzy. They're like, this is not something the treaty anticipated. Like, this seems fucked up we, we to need to take it. it we don't know what it's gonna be but like why would you think that like a vampire human baby would ever be more dangerous than like a vampire i mean i guess it could I be like a third like, it could be like a, those demon kids and like um yeah glass but like i it don't really know be something like you have no yeah you have no, this is a I supernatural guess. world they have no idea and jacob at this point is like I'm just now wondering in quite a worried way whether, <laughs> whether I, I might, might have made, made an, an error, error. <laughs> whoops Oh my god. And so Sam basically like uses his alpha powers even against like Jacob and Seth who are both like you know we don't want to like kill the Cullens and he's like no we're going to fucking kill the Cullens right now like we have to take out that baby I don't care if we kill Bella like blah blah Mm. blah like this is for the good of like all the people that we're supposed to protect and then (laughs) Jacob (laughs) who has (laughs) quote Alpha blood ran undiluted in my veins, which is quite possibly the silliest line that I've ever read in my entire life. But it's like Jacob is like, no, how this wolf alpha thing works is it's actually um like primogeniture and I am the true alpha. So um I have super alpha powers that are better than Sam's. And so he like runs away and like forms his own pack and like breaks free. It's yeah. And it's even sillier in the movie. Like if you think alpha alpha blood ran and undiluted in my veins like is silly just watch the scene watch taylor lautner's delivery of like i am the grandson of ephraim black (laughs) (laughs) with the weird wolf growling and then sam thinks that jacob like wants to fight him for the pack and jacob's like i'll never take anyone's will away from them which is a low blow like jacob come on it's a low blow i mean like in this situation i can i can i can back jacob up you know, it's a low blow, but I can be like, you know, I get it. Because I did feel very bad for Seth when he was being, like, subjugated to the alpha authority or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Then Jacob runs away and who shows up with him <laughs> but Seth? Because it turns out, like, once there's two Seth. packs, you can choose, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Seth's like, here great. I am. I love here Seth am, so friend. much. He's here my I favorite am. character. <laughs> I love him. Oh, my God. His only flaw is that he likes Jacob. But, like, you know, I can excuse that. He's a baby. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know any better. He's like the vampire apologist. Leah. And then Leah, <laughs> Leah, who is Seth's sister, shows up, too. And Jacob is, like, obviously – he's so fucking mean. Like, this is – I just can't with it. Like, 
He's like, Seth doesn't want or need your attention. In fact, no one wants you here. And Leah's like, ah, that's going to be a huge mark. Like, just tell me who wants me around because, like, no one does. And she goes like, wow, she's actually telling the truth. I usually try to tune Leah out. I've never tried to make sense of her before. Like, love the misogyny. Like, I love that. It just – And he's like, I really Why are they so mean to her? Yeah, he's like, well, I really didn't want to feel bad for her. Sure, the pack was rough on her, but she brought it on herself with the bitterness that tainted her every thought. And I was like, wow. Like, of course, why would you try to help a struggling member of your pack? Why why, why would you do that? Who would even think of that? Yeah, is is this this supposed to be like a brotherhood? He's supposed to be like, we're like brothers. Like, the wolves are like brothers. And the way that Jacob's head is probably a million times worse and, like, none of them start being assholes to him in retaliation. Oh, 100%. It's because alpha blood ran, runs undiluted in his veins, Rachel. <laughs> right. I just don't. She's just, like, God. they're so mean. They're so. Justice for Leah. Justice for Leah Clearwater. However, okay, so much as I hate Jacob, I do really love the, like, grumpy man is forced to be a surrogate father trope. And, like, that's essentially what Jacob has to be to Seth. Like, he's, like, <laughs> like so, you know, it's, like, the little, like, kid sidekick and, like, the grumpy guy who's just trying to, like, you know, be solo. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what it is. And I just really resent Stephanie for mm-hmm. putting that in and um, making me, like, taking away 1% of my hatred of Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... If she really was like Jacob has to have a love interest, why not? It could have been. And Rachel, like, Rachel, I, I want to emphasize to you that, that um, I want to burden Leah with that, but that it was always going to be the baby, even in Forever Dawn, even when Jacob was not a big part, he was still going to come back and imprint on the baby. This was always the plan. There was never a universe in which Jacob did not imprint on a baby. Rachel's face is literally like (laughs) like she's standing in front of like her house which has just burned down like on the same day that she's lost her job just like hopelessness just pure hopelessness a single tear runs down her face it's so like for why for Stephanie I just can't (laughs) I think it would have done Jacob a lot of good to be single for a while Oh, absolutely! Would have done him a lot of good. Like let him like to actually go backpack have, like, around the a world. young adulthood. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Would have been very yeah. good. Yeah, if she really want, if she really needed to have that be a thing, like why not have him come back like twenty five years later? Ideal, <laughs> ideal. Like- Even listen, I'll settle for eighteen years later because the baby does presumably have like a prefrontal cortex at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, a prefrontal cortex. We just, oh wait you forget wait the thing that we keep forgetting that no i know no no we can't bring this horrifying horrifying we can't, we can't oh talk God. about revenge yet um, so jacob goes back to the Collins to warn them he talks to carlisle or edward i forget who says this but like he's once again like why don't you just abort the baby and they're like whoever carlisle edward is like i can't ignore her will it wouldn't be right to make such a choice for her to force her and jacob's like it's like he's throwing my own words back at me when i was on the ground from sam it wasn't the same though, and I was like, right, it's not right, right. it's not the same because you want your, it's your free will versus Bella's, and obviously yeah. you should get it. But like, yeah. why, why, why Bella? She's a woman. Why I, would she be able to? I hate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So and okay. So also, this is when we get the whole weird chromosome thing. That like, how many chromosomes do people have? Is it twenty three? Yeah. 22, 23, 23 pairs. 23. And then, like, vampires have, like, 25. And, mm-hmm. like, werewolves have, like, 24. Because, like, mm-hmm. Carlisle did, like, a DNA test when he was, like, treating Without Jacob or consent. whatever. And it's just, <laughs> it just seems very odd, like, that oh, Stephanie God. decided to put. Like, what was the reason? This is a magic world. This is a magic world. 
You know what I mean? Like, why do you need to bring science and chromosomes into this? Why why do they have to have an extra chromosome? Why can't it just be magic? Mm-hmm. They're vampires and werewolves. I just, I don't understand. Why was that necessary, Stephanie? What was the reason? Jacob is finally hoping for the vampire transformation to happen. Because he has realized, oh, I actually don't want Bella dead. Shocker of shockers. And they're all like wondering, like Bella can't keep food down. And they're all wondering like, oh, what could, what does the fetus want? Like if only we could know what the fetus wants, but there's like too thick of a shell around it or whatever. And Jacob's like, probably just wants death and blood, blood and death. And then like one of them is like, wait a second. Edward's like, that's, that's a great not idea. a bad Jacob idea. Yeah. It. Yeah. 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 And I'm just like, why does it take Jacob being sassy in his head for you guys to like think that possibly the half vampire baby may want blood? Like what? I mean, because it's I get it, sort of, like not really. I but so they have some like blood set aside for like Bella's, like just for Bella in general. And Bella, I just want to pause for a second. Bella is apparently O negative. She would be O negative, the universal donor, like of course. And it turns out that is exactly that is exactly what the baby wants. That's exactly Bella is like this taste now. She's just drinking blood from a sippy cup and it's right. every time i think about it i throw up in my mouth a little bit so i'm gonna stop thinking about it and i'm going to move on and the next part is jacob has a little conversation with jared and some other wolves who come as like emissaries to be like hey what's up come back and i just want to emphasize that like jared so like the other wolves are wolves but like jared is like in his human form presumably he's like wearing clothes you know what i mean because he didn't just mm-hmm. like pop out of wolf mm-hmm. form like he's in human clothes Jacob is popping out of full form and he already has canonically ripped through his last pair of pants. That was a so while Jacob ago. That was a while is ago. St- no, but it was like he did not get new clothes in between no. ripping through yeah. his last pair of pants. So Jacob is having this conversation. Wait, no. But because naked. that means he would have been naked in the Cullen's house too. Yeah, I don't think somebody thought about that. But logistically, he is butt naked. This is the last pair. Wait, the last pair of pants line is from like New Moon. It's been oh, a while. No, 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 no. Okay, you know what it is? He's not butt naked in the Cullen house because he turns into a vampire because Seth is like, oh, woo, there's wolves approaching, blah, blah, blah. And so mm-hmm. he like leaps into action mm-hmm. and rips through his last pair of pants. So he's, but Another he's still, last pair of pants? Yeah. regardless, he is having this conversation butt naked, <laughs> like dick out, no qual. And I know they've all seen each other naked, but it's just like, sir at least get a leaf god yeah and he's basically like yeah sorry we can't come back and then he also has like a moment of clarity where he's like oh i know what it's like for leah like it must be horrible having to see in sam's head all the time like but we all blamed her for how she handled it like trying to make us miserable like i will never blame her again and i'm like really this is what it took for you to like even have an ounce of empathy but the wolves like try jared and whoever the fuck try to they're like okay well we failed with seth and then they're like Seth and Leah, like, your mom is just dying of loneliness. It has been 12 hours. She's so lonely. <laughs> and then they try with Leah. They're like, Sam wants you home, Lily, where you belong. And just, like, I-, I feel like we're supposed to have an overall, like, pretty good opinion of Sam. Like, he's never really done that many things that are, like, but, like, dude, like, that's how so. Earth? And, like, listen, it's not his fault he imprinted. Like, that's that's a shitty situation. Right. But, like, it's, you know, he can't control it. So, right. like, I have grace for him there. But yeah. this is a low blow. And But just, like, why? how would he think it would work? Like, I just can't, like, the nerve. The nerve. And then they note 
that like they're not sending Quill and Embry, who are like Jacob's friends, because they're afraid that like Embry might jump ship, but like Quill can't leave Claire, like for some reason. Yeah. Unclear why. Claire no, no, Quill with... is there, but Embry isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but Quill can't like, leave why? because of yeah. Claire. But like, I unclear why. Like, what? You're not allowed to like live at the reservation anymore if you join a different pack. And Claire doesn't even live. Claire's at a different res- reservation, I thought. No, apparently they've, I guess they've just kidnapped her and she's now living. <laughs> That's why her parents don't question Quill's involvement in her life. They are too busy putting the most missing child posters. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Oh my god! So they're like, "Fuck you, Esme." This is a pretty like cute little. I don't know why I just enjoy this. Like Esme like leaves clothes for them, and like this makes sense. Like they they're literally homeless. Like she leaves clothes for them. They bring them food and stuff. There's some like yummy like food descriptions, cinnamon buns. We do get some more um, casual homophobia. Right, Jacob is like, "I hope they didn't leave me girls' clothes." He's like, "I've like." God forbid you put on a sundress, Jacob. Like, I would kill you right now. (laughs) Right. Just horrible. And so at this point, I just want to say, like, justice for Alice for having to live around Renesmee and Jacob for the rest of her life. Right. Because – so Alice can't see the wolves. That's already established. And it turns out she can't see – the half-blood baby either and jacob gets really pissy about that that he's like i hate it that we have this similarity that's called foreshadowing and alice literally gets like vampire migraines from this like vampires don't experience pain and yet she somehow but that's what i realized is that like at least the migraines won't be permanent because the migraines are because like bella is like surrounding the baby and like blurring it in a weird way or something so no because she's trying to see bella's future she has to like see yeah, around the but it's baby. so but so she won't she won't have the headaches forever i don't think but it's still horrible because like jacob makes the headaches jacob being near like makes the headaches go away unclear what what physical nearness has to do with it but like whatever and this is when they make the cheese omelet and the cinnamon roll i really want a, a giant the cinnamon, cinnamon roll, roll. You know, they're never good the bigger the cinnamon roll usually like kind of the worst no, take, but like i, I really want it this. yeah there was definitely Cinnabon's a point. Good. No, 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 not Cinnabon. There was definitely a point recently, though, that I had a really fucking good cinnamon roll, and I was like, mm-hmm. it's back. And I believe that the Cullens can mm-hmm. make a good cinnamon roll. I do believe that. So Leah won't eat the people food because it's made by vampires, but Seth will. And so Seth's eating his little omelet and his Cinnabon, and he's like wrapping his hand around his, he has his arm around like Bella because like Bella's always cold. So like mm-hmm. Jacob was serving as that. And like Jacob, like, not Jacob walking in and, like, getting territorial over Seth, like, literally just having his arm, like, draped mm-hmm. on the couch behind Belle. Like, I hate him. I hate this man. I mm-hmm. hate this little boy. Mm-hmm. I hate him so much. Mm-hmm. And so Leah won't eat the food, but she hates – she also hates hunting. So Jacob, like, goes hunting with her. And, like – it's like, yeah, Leah takes out a small elk, and of course, it won't fully satisfy her appetite. We're supposed to believe that an omelet and half a cinnamon roll is enough to feed a wolf, but like not a whole elk. Like something's not adding up here. Is it like you'd eat less calories if you eat as a human? I don't understand. Um, and then they talk. They're like, Leah's like, I want to stay in the pack. Like I'm planning to stop phasing as soon as she can. Like I'm gonna do yoga and work on my temper. And like, Canon, she does move to like what's really she moves to like british columbia she moves to london. a yoga studio with her girlfriend oh. yeah we had her <laughs> yeah, moving to london. london like solving crimes like with her mm, like absolutely yeah. absolutely okay yeah and this okay so let me just like wax poetic about how fucking shitty this whole explanation for leah from stephanie is mm-hmm. so first of all the fact that leah is like 
what was she now? Like that is an explicit quote thought that she has. Like there's something wrong with her body, like because she doesn't get her period anymore because she turned into a wolf. And then Jacob's like, maybe if she stops turning into a wolf, she'll get her period again. I don't know. And I was like, well, first of all, there's nothing wrong with you if you don't get your period. Fuck you, Stephanie. Second of all, why? What's the reason? Why? 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 I don't know. And like, it's just so it's, there's so many things like she's like, Jacob's like, yeah, of course we all remember her breakdown when she realized that I remember cringing away from it, just like everyone else. None of us wanted to deal with it. It wasn't like we could empathize. I'm like, y'all are such assholes. You're such assholes. They really said like, fuck you. And like, what I was thinking, like, I always think about this. Like, I feel like like Leah's like I wasn't born a compassionless true. We never get any direct examples of Leah being mean without the pack like being mean back or that like provocation, like, right? Yeah. Like never Leah. We never get. We're told that like she's hard. She makes it like hell to be in her head or whatever. Again, unclear how Jacob doesn't do the same thing. But like, yeah, we never get any. We're never. We never get any explicit examples. Like they're all, it's all just them being assholes. Like. They're just yeah, and dicks. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot stopping your period meant you stopped being like a woman, like silly me. I uh, yeah, fuck I that. Just I God hate it. And then she's like, I became a, I became a wolf, good for nothing else. And I was like, yeah, because I forgot that like having kids is better than being a cool wolf. Like what? The one silver lining in this exchange, in which like Jacob is like, you know, finally realizing that like Leah is a person with feelings who like feels mm-hmm. sad. About this um, is that Leah link she's like imagining she's like thinking of all the cullen's faces and she lingers on rosalie's face and i know that stephanie's intention in this was supposed to be like uh we both want babies and we can't have them like Mm -hmm. that's why we're alike Mm -hmm. but i know that it's sapphic Mm -hmm. I know that Leah is like damn that is one hot lady and i am turned on Yeah, and she's like, I empathize with Rosalie. Like, you always want what you can never ever have. Jacob gets mad at her and, like, flips out. Also, before this, I want to note that we, like, Leah's like, if it weren't for you, like, Seth would probably have the best claim to Alpha. No one would consider me, of course. So, like, really, Leah should just kill Jacob and become the Alpha. Right? Yeah. Like, Sam is yeah. way down the line. Like, Sam is below two families, at least. Like The only that, reason but, like, Sam got it is because... He's the oldest. He was first. He turned first. Yeah, which is so weird. Like, it's weird that that's the because he was the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes back to the house, and it turns out that Edward can hear the baby, and <laughs> he's I, like, ugh. "It loves you, Bella." And like Jacob's like, "I can see the moment that like Edward starts thinking of it as, as an actual baby. Like, can't trust anyone. I can't believe this." And yet Edward still consistently keeps calling the baby it. <laughs> he oh, keeps yeah. calling the baby. Even after this, Listen, it loves because you, it, I'm, it, it, we could give him benefit of the doubt. The idea no. of a singular they hasn't occurred to him, and he's not willing no. to like buckle down. Yeah, but Bella calls it a he. Yeah, I know she doesn't. He doesn't want to call it a he. We found out that Bella wants to name it Edward Jacob. I will be calling it, it too. Actually, why wouldn't I call it it? That doesn't feel wrong at all. <laughs> it feels actually, <laughs> very suitable. Case. It feels both suitable and right. Um, <laughs> Um, she wants to name it Edward Jacob if it's a boy alone her definitely will be a boy if it's a girl this is where we can get the big reveal it will be Renesme Renee Esme Carly like Carly Carlisle and Charlie and I just want to throw up 
Anyway. But this is a dumbass name Stephanie made up for this book because she couldn't bear the thought of, of this original super name. baby having a normal name. Or an original name. Like, why did it have to be, like, named after anyone? Like, when you're going to be immortal and you're going to, like, it's not like anyone's going to die off and at some point in your life you'll be the only, you'll be, like, the sole well, owner Renee of this you, that's true. But like Esme, like Renesme, like you will be coexisting with these people. The confusion will never end. Edward Jacob. Yeah. Edward Jacob. to call him EJ. Yeah, that's so much, Horrible. so bad. Yeah, they imagine were, being an immortal vampire who is forced Named to go by EJ. EJ. <sighs> okay. <laughs> anyway, Jacob's upset and Edward throws him the keys to the Aston Martin to get away. And... Jacob's like, well, obviously I'm going to total the car on the way back when he thinks it's the Volvo, but then he realizes the Aston Martin. He's like, ah, oh, he fucking got me. Rats. Like, I won't be able to do that. And then he like runs to a random park in Seattle to try to imprint. And he's like walking. He's like, I've seen all the girls on the push in Maka. I need a bigger hunting range. I'm like, you creep. You creep. And he's work, also, he's like, never been he's, out of his town. Like, he's literally like, he's like, oh, I'm too angsty to like, he's like, I'm trying to, I'm like looking at girls trying to like imprint. I'm trying not to think of Bella, like blah, blah, blah. And he, I'm too angsty to do it. But he's also just like creepily staring at girls. And we know this because he's like, the girls get like several girls make eye contact with me and then oh, get yeah. scared because I'm a weird six, like seven foot tall Absolutely. man staring at them. It's like, all I could see is Bella features he's like maybe getting your choices taken away from you wasn't the worst thing in the world I was like you're 16 and could be immortal Jacob like my friend a little bit of I know he has no he literally has nothing to grasp onto for even an ounce of perspective but like no which I guess is better because he'll never you never miss what you don't know exists I guess oh my god I just and then and this random girl named Lizzie comes up and like talks to him about the car whatever they have fun banter and like this would be a totally normal healthy relationship if this wasn't a book written by Stephanie Meyer and I realized that Lizzie the way she's described she looks like Renesmee she has like curly bronze hair and like Mm. like big eye like she's described as like what I would assume like an adult Renesmee would look like. And I think that's hilarious. God forbid she'd be age appropriate. She's like a nice girl who knew about cars. She looks concerned. She was like, I probably look like someone who was about to jump off a cliff. I probably would have if that move would work for werewolves. And I'm like, like, no one, no one better tell him about the Volturi. Like, I'm sorry, but like, it's the same as Edward. Also, is that really true that they're like indestructible as people? Or do you have to be in like your wolf? Yes. But you don't have any of the other powers. Like you're not fast. You can't really fight as a person. Like they are like running. They are stronger. And like yeah. when Bella punches oh, him. Oh, he jumps like, he out the window that first time. That's true. Like when he comes to her the new moon. Yeah, that's true. And then he goes back and he's like, oh, it's too bad. With all my brooding, I forgot to wreck the car. <laughs> Rats. Find out that Leah like came up to the Cullen's house to yell at Bella about making Jacob upset. <laughs> like while he was gone. He doesn't deserve it. But, but like, you know, yeah. I will support anything Leah does. Yeah, exactly. I I, I support Leah's rights. I support Leah's rights, but I also support Leah's wrongs. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just the way that Bella would absolutely have become a 90-year-old vampire if Edward had his way. Because, like, he never would have let her die. You know what I mean? Like, it would have taken her being on the point of death. So then Edward asks Jacob for permission as the true alpha to turn Bella, and he, like, gives it. Yeah. And Jacob has to think about it. Like, hmm, I do I want him to turn Bella? And I'm like, she, she, this, 
she is what going to is. die. You know this. Right, this is right. clear he, to you. You've already like not wanted that to happen. He was like he was hoping for the transformation before. I think what he really wants, he wants it to happen, but he didn't want to have to give explicit permission so that he could still reserve the right to be like pissy yes. about it in the future. And like, yes. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, also, in this conversation, Edward says, I think of you as a brother, Jacob. And I'm like, what about a son? My but brother. Sh- what my about son, a son, Jacob, Edward? Edward brother. does eventually call Jacob that at the end of That's the book. That's what I realized is that this book is like so loose about like who's your family. Like they just love to say shit like you're part of our family and then not at all treat. But like I'm not – nothing against that. Like if you want to be like liberal with like who you're going to, you know, have family ties with, great. But there's not, never anything to back it up. It's always just like you're my brother. The way they treat Rosalie. Right. Rosalie, Bella even, like the way that Bella even at this point isn't really a full, like they would be very, it's always going to be whatever no. Edward says is what goes. Yes. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Okay. So now it's time for the true horror show. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, can I just say that I love when they finally decide to do the logical thing and have like a preemptive a C-section. C-section, like that's when all hell breaks loose. I just like, wonderful. Like you fools, boo-boo the fools had a whole month of your little vampire brains to figure this out. So Bella drops the cup and then she flops like a fish. Oh my God. The baby kicks, the placenta breaks, her backbone breaks, her body flopped like a fish in the sand. She's vomiting blood. I I can't. The blood vessels in her eyes. I can't. I can't. It's horrible. It's really horrific. The scene is like very horrific. It it really is. And I really don't want to get into it. The only thing I will know is that when they finally get the baby out, they stopped – in the movie, it's even worse, I think, because it's visual. But they stopped to, like, coo over the baby and, like, give Bella the baby instead of giving her the venom right away. And like Also, I, before uh, they're even cutting the baby out, Bella's literally on the table having a God. seizure. And Edward is like, let the morphine spread before we do this emergency C-section. I I'm can't. like, everyone's dying here. What are you doing? Like, she's already in so much pain. Like, what is this going to do? What? I don't understand. Uh, I don't and, understand. Oh, wait, what? wait. I have to. I have to call out this lie, this thought that Jacob has. He's like, how many times had I imagined Bella naked? Now I couldn't look. She's dying. She is naked, dying, pregnant on the table. And he's like, rats. I didn't get to see her when she was hot, naked. Gross. Hate him. Horrible. Yeah. And he's like, they get the baby out. The baby bites Bella because, you know, it's a baby and it doesn't have impulse control. Um, And then uh, Rosalie almost eats Bella. And honestly, I like really resent that because we know canonically that she killed all of her rapists like as a newborn without drinking any of them. So like she absolutely should have because it's the baby. Like, you know what I mean? Like this is what she wants. Like she has a very good reason not to want to like It doesn't make any sense. And then so so Edward is like doing his little needle venom thing and like doing CPR and Jacob's like, she wasn't there anymore. The pull that had drawn me to Bella was no longer there because she was dead. Or maybe moved was a better word. The move, the pull was coming from the opposite direction now. Down the stairs, out the door, far, far away from here. Horrible. He's like all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Bella back together again. Yeah, so Edward's doing the syringe. I have a question. So if Venom like literally destroys everything, like how does it stay in the syringe? Don't ask. How does it not like destroy We know that it doesn't. And also how do they? We know it doesn't destroy um, contacts. Like it takes three hours to destroy like contacts. So it doesn't really destroy everything. So, um. How did they milk – like, how yeah, did they I milk Edward? Do you Listen. Think? Because, because Stephanie actually said it's not 
so this the vampire saliva has venom in it but it's like not the type of venom that like turns you into vampires which is how like bella and edward can make out so like it can he it's not like he's just spitting in a syringe i was gonna say that edward jerks off but now i think like how does however snakes venom is released like you probably push down on it so you probably like push up against the tooth like pretend to be biting you bite into something so this actually makes sense in a way well yeah because it's not it's not jerking off because bella doesn't get turned into a vampire from that that's a great point well yeah but it wasn't maybe like somehow your vag- I have no idea. I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> this is not thought through, and therefore I will not be thinking it through. Like, <laughs> okay, so Jacob's going down the stairs, but before we leave Edward, he's like doing CPR, and just like in the movie when he's doing CPR, and Robert Pattinson <laughs> is like, come on, come on, in this like horrible American accent, is like the funniest moment in this entire movie. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and so Jacob goes down, and Rosalie is like feeding the baby blood, of course. And Jacob's like, what else would you feed the kind of monster who would brutally mutilate his own mother? I was like, I hate to break it to you, Jacob, but like that happens with human childbirth. Like childbirth is just not like – And then the fact that Bella – he wants to kill the baby, right? The fact that Bella literally died – was willing to die to save this child and now Jacob wants to kill it and like make that sacrifice unnecessary. He's like, Bella didn't care about what happened to me letting herself be killed like this. Why should I take her feelings into account? I was like, that's the whole problem, Jacob. That you never, you never did. Do. You never did take Bella's feelings into account. Like you managed to make this self-sacrificial death about you. Like you yeah. don't care about her except as a possession. It's just wild. It's like you somehow. This is like this situation is. It, it's so bold, but then the baby looks up with eyes that are too aware. <laughs> this baby is not a baby. This baby is so fucking. The CGI Renesmee. I can't. <laughs> And all the strings that tied him to the earth, snip, 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 replaced by a steel cable that is Renezme because he's fucking imprinted on this baby. And dear reader, that's where we leave you. And it only gets more horrifying from here. But you'll have to stick around for next time. (laughs) Allison, where can we find you with the horror? True horror. Um, if you would like to get over that horror and see some dank meme content <laughs> come over to our instagram at we read it one night you can also find us on that same handle on tiktok and facebook and you can find us on twitter if it's still around by the time this episode comes <laughs> out we don't know uh at we read it podcast you can also find us on that handle on redbubble where you can purchase our merchandise Woo-hoo. which is pretty good i'm currently sipping from my merchandise water bottle well the sticker. water bottle that has a sticker on it <laughs> it's a good sticker it is it's a good sticker yeah anyway so buy merch leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening particularly if you're listening on spotify or apple podcasts yes i really get such a boost of serotonin every time i see that number go up and i get like a double like a double shot of serotonin when I see like that there's a physical review in Apple Podcasts, like when someone has written mm-hmm. something. So like, please, it was my birthday last week. Mm-hmm. Give me a birthday present, please. Give me it's the season of giving. It's Thanksgiving. The season give. Give <laughs> us. Give us reviews. <laughs> Absolutely. Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed. <laughs>